Hello, everybody. It's Paige. Welcome to my podcast. I'm currently laying on the floor at the moment. So if you feel like doing the same thing, you can join me. Today I wanted to actually structure one of the episodes. I want to talk about breathing techniques. I just got done with an anxiety episode and I do a couple things that I think might help other people. Breathing is extremely important if you're dealing with an anxiety attack. Deep breaths in, holding it, and then letting it out. The rhythm of breathing can either make or break you getting out of this attack. Start with slow, deep breaths, pulling it inward, filling up your chest. It might take a lot of effort. Your chest might rattle. But once you get a full lung full of air, hold it for three seconds. Counting is also extremely important when doing breathing exercises. One, two, three. And then release all of the air that you've held on. Just let it all go. It's almost relieving the feeling of exhaling. Like you're somehow purging the problems that are kind of stuck in your head. You uproot them and you cascade them out into the world. Another thing I wanted to talk about was counting. Sometimes when my anxiety is really bad, I count to myself. I start from one and I count all the way to ten. It helps me stay grounded. Hearing my voice out loud kind of pulls me back to earth. And once you reach ten, if you haven't felt like you're any better, then I want you to count backwards from ten, all the way back to the beginning. Once you reach one, you can start over again and start counting to ten. It's a nice loop, an endless loop that you create for yourself. All right, so let's try these together. I want you to breathe in nice and deep. Hold it. Three, two, one, and let it out. Release all the tension, especially in your chest. 
Breathe in. Hold it. Three, two, one, and let it out. Now I want you to count to yourself. I'll count out loud, but make sure that you're actually speaking. You want to be able to hear yourself. One, two, three, four, five, <clears throat> Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Good job. You made it to ten. It's an extremely small accomplishment to most people, but for us, it kind of means the world to make it that far. Sometimes even counting to 10 can be a very hard task. But let's go ahead and take it all back. Because in this life we can, right? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. There you go. Now, if you feel like you need to repeat that, go ahead and pause and count as many times as you need. I want to start talking about why certain people with anxiety or depression choose to lay, sit, or hide in certain places. As I told you in the very beginning of this, I'm laying on the floor. Have I always been laying on the floor? No. I chose to. Why would someone choose to lay on the floor, you might ask? Some of you already know why. For me, it's a sense of grounding. Where I currently live, my room is slightly beneath the ground. So me laying on the floor makes me feel more connected to the earth underneath me. It makes everything stop spinning for a little while. It's very still. A little cold. But for some reason it's really relaxing. Other places that people with anxiety and depression might go to is your bed. 
And that's a dangerous one. Your bed is soft and warm. It's extremely inviting, especially to people with depression. It makes you want to stay there and never leave. So this is more obvious why people would choose to lay in bed all day. It's comforting. You can hide under the blankets. You can roll yourself up into a ball. Making yourself so small that no one else will bother you. It's dangerous because you never want to leave. Like ever. Other places people hide are bathrooms. Because people can't follow you in there. Closets. I find that dark spots are soothing in a way. When you're in a spot that's so close and condensed, it may seem claustrophobic. But sometimes, say you just go and sit in a closet and it's super dark and you're all by yourself, it's kind of soothing just hearing your own body. The subtle breathing in or out. The simple jostle of your legs moving. The sound of your hands when you wring them together. Kind of reminds you that you're still alive. You can connect with yourself in that way. All of these places that you might find someone laying or sitting are places of comfort. They do something for that person that makes them feel a little bit more okay, even if they're having an attack. For some reason, that place seems safe to them. And that's why they do it. That's why we do it. But we can't lay on the floor forever. Even if we really want to. Eventually the attack will pass. And we'll be reminded of why we have to get up. The reason why is different for everybody. It could be a friend. Could be you're just hungry. <laughs> Sometimes it's just the floor is too cold. But eventually, everybody stands back up again. And it's in that moment when you finally sit up and you take that last deep breath and Sorry. You're kind of able to feel happy for a second, knowing that the worst is over for now, and you have a little time to rec recollect yourself. 
as you guys who are actually listening might see. These podcasts are very personal and emotional to me. I have a feeling that it's going to take a lot to keep posting them. But even if one other person in this world finds it comforting, then I'd like to keep continue. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope to hear from you guys next time. Remember, if you spend another day on this world, then I will too.